0: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, great to be with you. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti on the updates. We're talking some football. Big hiring today. Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan for the L.A. Chargers. Will uh, Sean Moore get the job? Will he be the next guy at Michigan? He should be. Their offensive coordinator, he should be. Um, We'll see. He's the guy that took over for a while for Harbaugh. Um, It would be a great system for them to just go from the one guy to the next guy. Keep your recruits there. Limit the damage of the transfer portal. That's what you got to think of now. Normally these coaches were able to bolt and then everyone's just like, huh, what do we do? What do we do now? Now they can just all leave. Ask Alabama. So interesting for what it means for the Chargers and interesting for what it means for Michigan and the rest of the uh, coaching searches. There's still the Panthers, Commanders, Falcons, and Seahawks that are looking for jobs. So we're talking a little bit about that. We're talking a little bit about Doc Rivers and the Bucks. Bucks won tonight. They had an interim head coach with Joe Prenti. Uh, Doc Rivers not formally announced in any way. Remember, this man was consulting this team, and then the head coach eventually got fired, and now they're going to go to Doc Rivers. So lots going on on those two fronts. Uh, we've also got two huge games this weekend and a busy slate of the NBA tonight. So plenty to discuss throughout the show. Let's get to Dave in Miami as we're taking calls all over the country, including on South Beach, what's up, Dave? What's going on, Bart? Mr. Amen.
3: Bizarro, Mister Bizarro, positive.
0: Ooh, a new one. Okay.
3: I want to talk about briefly about Doc Rivers and uh, Harbaugh. Uh, Brock, um, Doc Rivers, if you could take a look back on his success with the Celtics in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and use that plan, I think Milwaukee will be fine. Number two. Congratulations, uh, Jim Harbaugh, on your early early work release and run while you can.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? What what does he mean? That he's gonna get fired somewhere? I don't know what that meant. Sorry. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Jeff is in Alaska. What's
1: up, Jeff? Oh, hey. Last night I heard you talking about when people ask your name Barton and this is a Bartolomew. I just wanted you to know you're not alone. I've gone through that my entire life as well. My name is Billy Jeff and they'll say, is it William Jeffrey? No, it's Billy Jeff. But my name is spelt with an IE. So they'll say, we can't find Billy. I say, Look for IE. Well, it's spelt wrong. It should be spelt with a Y. I said, no, my grandma named my dad after her best friend. So it." So one final story. I got off the bus at Basic Training. 17-year-old kid.
4: This is a real call by the way.
0: No, I know. I Yeah, I'm intrigued though.
1: Yeah, I I turned 18 while in Basic Training. Have you been waiting all day to tell me this? No, oh, about a 30 minutes. Not a long. No, time. but I
0: like you heard it last night and then you thought
1: I I wasn't able to get through last night. Oh, okay.
0: So but you had planned to then call tonight with the story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's correct.
4: Jeff, it's a popular okay. it's a popular show, huh? Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's an interesting so, name. I've never heard that name before, and so we are kind of we kind of relate. What was your story about the bus? So
1: I'm in I'm 17. I turned 18 in basic training. So you know they say, "Billy, get off the bus." So I got off the bus. It's spelt with an I E, the female spelling. They let me out at the women's barracks. So all the drill sergeants up in my face giving me what for using language that I didn't know existed yet. So finally they figured out, oh, you are, you're a male. I said, yes, all my life I have been. So I had to do push-ups because my name was misspelled according to them. Well, what about Billy Joe
0: Armstrong of Green Day spells it the way you do? Billy IE. Right.
1: So she, my dad is named after my grandma's best friend, but she spelled his name with I-E and J-O. His total spelling is female spelling. So I got his first name and my sister got his middle name. But also, all my life, I've been getting called by physicians because I don't get my annual female exams done because they just go by my first name.
0: Well, so all right, you're not alone. I know. I, I think you are. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, Billy, Jeff, thank you for the
4: call. You, you're you screening these, Shep? Yes. Is that part of your... Let me tell you something. You don't even want to know what doesn't get through. <laughs> let me tell you. This would be the weirdest radio show in the history of North American radio broadcasting <laughs> if I let half the calls through. Now... Did I know he'd go there? No. But, yeah, an interesting tidbit about his name compared to your name. We're talking about Burt versus Bart. That'll, mm-hmm. be a, that'll be an interesting call that you'd be able to make fun of.
0: No, no, no I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun. Sorry. Have sorry. Have there was just a
4: bumper played about how I respect. Yes, you were a man of respect. Have fun with. Excuse me. But like I said, you knew half the people that did not get through. Yeah, every, everyone always is like, how would you let that guy through? I was like... You don't even know the half of the calls I like, don't put through. And I don't know exactly what they're going to say. I, I can't flesh out a whole conversation. I got three things to do in here at once. I can't, fle- I can't be on the phone the whole time with somebody just to make sure they don't sound nuts. Not that he sounded nuts, but yeah.
0: That's true. Uh, you do more than I do. I, I'm sitting here. I'm talking. I'm ordering boots for my wife. I'm just kinda oh, kind of hanging out. What kind of boots? Uh oh, tall black ones. Oh, cool, man. So it's not mm-hmm. like Timberland's? No, I like those, like, leathery ones. Good for you. Yeah. Um. Let's talk to... <laughs> let's talk, I'm, I quit. Let's talk to Bill in Houston. <laughs> hey, Bill.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Um hey. I hate the state of Michigan and hate the state of Ohio, because uh, I had two college roommates that were just annoying from both those states. But I love Jim Harbaugh, I think because he's kind of a jerk. And he calls people out, and they don't like it, uh, especially NCAA. So I wish him the best of luck. I'm down here in Southeast Conference country, and the two mottos are, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, and the other team's getting paid too. So if he was cheating, I don't care. That's what That's what you got to do. But I guess I have to ask the question: Did Eric Biennami die and I missed it? Because with all these coaching things going on, unlike the last two or maybe three years, I haven't heard anything about him.
0: Well, Biennami, remember he left last year, as you know, to go to Washington, and everyone pointed at that and said, Oh, well, he's going to Washington because uh, Rivera is going to get fired and he'll take over the job. That was kind of like the inside joke. Um, yeah, I don't know. The commanders did interview him since the season ended. Um, there's also like, he's getting, he's getting listed for jobs for other teams as a coordinator. So I don't know when this guy's opportunity (laughs) is coming. I mean, Uh, I'm
2: just wondering, (laughs)
0: Even if he gets the Adrian Griffin treatment and he coaches somewhere to a team that's like six and one and still gets fired, he deserves like he deserves that part of a season, right? To at least be a head coach someday.
2: I hope so. And you know, I don't know anything about him other than he was a pretty good running back at Colorado. But hey, stranger things have happened than Eric the Enemy being mean and uh, being a good coach.
0: Yeah, I don't know, Uh, Bill. Thanks for the call. The Harbaugh thing, you know, I, I wonder sometimes in my morbid brain, I wonder sometimes what will people say at your funeral? What will people say like, what will people say when I die? And I think like, I think I like the Jim Harbaugh approach where the people that are closest to him, the people that know him, the people like there's people that will do a lot of things for Jim Harbaugh. These people love Jim Harbaugh. And then there's a lot of people on the outside that just do not. And they say, he's a liar, he's a cheater, he's mean, he's a jerk. He...
4: I think I like that. I think I think that's what I fit in. Bart, can I give you a really quick idea I have? Sure. So I've thought of this. I want to run it by you and run it by our audience. You know how people sometimes have like funerals when they're alive, but it's at the end of their life? Uh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? More I'm, like a celebration of life? Correct, correct. Uh, I know like uh, Larry David, there was like an episode in Curb Your Enthusiasm where like someone had a funeral and they were still alive. Do a lot um, of people do that? Some people do, yeah. I mean, it's not the majority of people, but some people will. What I'd like to do, and you get one, you only get one, at any point of your life, you can have a I'm alive funeral and people can be honest about what your life meant while you were on planet Earth. You can attend. You can record it. You can, you know, uh, you probably don't want to be there um, in case people really want to say nasty, you know, very unflattering things about you. Like a Comedy Central roast? It, yeah, but, but, it's, not, but it's, not, it's not meant to be, but it really is like, hey, like what this person meant to planet Earth. Like it's not, it's not a Dave Chappelle, you know, set on Comedy Central, one of the only good comedians, right? It, it can't be that. And so you get one of those in your life. And so if there is not a more telling sign of things you need to do to either continue on the right path or make a huge pivot and huge adjustment, that would be it. To your point, I, I mean, I wish, I, I wish there were more Jim Harbaugh's in the world because you know exactly where you stand. I think I would rather
0: have 100 people come to my funeral right. and say bad things about me. Then zero people come at all. Wow. So. Yeah, because then at least I would have made people feel and
4: would have had an impact on this world. So you're taking the Charlie Sheen approach, at least in uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Your show, which you've alluded now to
0: twice this week. It's a good show. It's an okay show well, well, that, well, that, okay. if nothing else is on. Well, And you get one channel at your campground.
4: Fair enough. I mean, CVS thought differently when they made him the highest paid television actor, but I get your point. Now, so you'd rather have three people, sorry, you'd rather have, you'd rather have 10 people come to your funeral and you know what all over it, or instead of two people come and celebrate your life because of what it meant in a positive way.
0: No, I think the numbers have to be more skewed. It's got to be like a hundred to zero.
4: Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: I I would rather have two good than ten bad. But if we're if if you got like a hundred people that are coming just to like celebrate my death, right? I mean, did I make an impact?
4: Well, obviously. I mean, I might take this one back. I might. I mean, some of these takes I (laughs) workshop. Like, no, but in all seriousness, like, I would so much rather know where I stand with everybody, girlfriend. Parents, siblings, friends, colleagues, like if I'm doing something that sucks, that's off-putting, that's obnoxious, that's not going over well, I can't improve if there's not an honest conversation because here I am thinking I do this really well and I'm going to go with it. And that's – I think the problem in our society is so many people think they're doing such good work in whatever capacity they may be in, but the reality is more people would rather talk about that person behind their back and gossip as opposed to just – talking to the horse's mouth and really just being upfront and candid and that's lacking in our society where you're really getting that transparency. You don't you don't lack that with the, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Well, I always um have subscribed
0: to the theory that if I'm going to say something, I won't say something behind someone's back that I haven't said to their face. Fair enough. But I'd rather I, and I'd always appreciate someone saying something Probably to my face. Probably one of the reasons no other Milwaukee station wanted to hire me, but that is the theory I subscribe to in my life, okay, and then it's worked out all right. I don't know. Uh, Adrian is in Milwaukee. What's up, Adrian?
5: Hey, the bar. How are you doing, man? First of all, let me tell you one thing, man. You're doing an amazing job filling the hole for uh for JR. You know, you got this audience that we're like the night owls, and you know we like sports. We talk about sports, and then uh, you do an amazing job, man. Nobody's going away. And then, second of all, in the last segment, I I heard Dave talking about Janis this, Janis that, like like if he's the one who fired Adrian Griffin. And even this morning, I was listening to um, the herd, uh, Colin Cowher, saying that Janis is the one basically calling the shots in the in the organization, and that is totally false. I don't know where is he getting his intel from. I don't know where is he's getting his. Uh, this idea of the Milwaukee Bucks are so like running as Janis wants because I haven't missed a single game of the Bucks for the last, I don't know, maybe 14, 13 years. You know, I'm actually just like, I was just a Pfizer Forum a couple hours ago watching the game. And this team from the go, from the get go, it was. You haven't watched the
0: Bucks, Bucks or you haven't been to a Bucks game?
5: No, I've been there. Like, I'm a, I mean, I've been there. Schmidt. I mean since the uh, since the horrible area since Baramute, since uh, Oh, you've Asubuta. been
0: watching. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah,
5: okay. yeah, yeah. And then people talk about Giannis like if he's the the bad guy, the one who cuts the, the head of the head coach. And that is not that is absolutely incorrect. In fact, the only reason the only reason why the Bucks have the record that they has right now is because of Giannis and because of Lillard. But the the team if you watch the team the last three years it is horrible they play no defense everybody plays with different energy it is no sacrifice going up and down the court it is terrible and that happened since they won a lot of games that they won they didn't even deserve to win we just overcame Giannis overcame or like like the bad side of the team but, I mean, we barely beat the Pistons. The last two games against the Pistons, oh, my God, we barely beat them. they're the worst team in the league.
0: Yeah, Pistons but, are so bad that if you barely beat them, you get fired as a coach.
5: I know. I know. And then everybody's <laughs> saying, and even David Shipper right now, Giannis needs to learn to, to listen to his coach. It has nothing to do with Giannis. He wasn't the right fit from the
4: goal. Adrian, the they, won, they won Adrian. Is, they won their, I hear everything you're saying. They won – and Bart's right about the you're so bad if you almost lose to the Pistons you get fired. Um, Adrian, if you have a coach that won you an NBA championship for the first time in 50 years, and that same coach got a number one seeded Atlanta Hawks team to the Eastern Conference Finals with his best player, his best player being Al Horford. Al Horford's like the fifth or sixth best player on the Celtics now. He was their yes. best player. That team got the number one seed, not LeBron James's Cleveland Cavaliers. The problem wasn't Mike Budenholzer. I'm not saying he was perfect, but you and I both know if you are the superstar status of Giannis Antetokounmpo or Joel Embiid and Nikola Jogic or LeBron James, you have the ultimate green, yellow, or red light when it comes to coaching yes. decisions in the NBA. If Giannis wanted to do the right thing and stand by Mike Budenholzer, which he should have done, by the way, I understand. I understand buzz had a rough series. I, I, I'll give you that. The guy's brother died, but he still had a rough series. It would have been nice to have seen Giannis stick his neck out for Bud. Yes, I'm connecting the dots. I don't know for a fact that they didn't consult Giannis and Giannis went to bat for him. But that's just yeah. me using my common sense.
5: Yeah, but you even compare to the situation with uh, LeBron James and uh, with the Cleveland in 2015 when he basically gave the green light to get the coach fired.
4: He did. Yeah, and he know? did. And there's no way he went to bat for David Platt. And you know what? LeBron James took flack for that.
5: Yeah, but I mean, I don't think Giannis had anything to do. I think it was more like a team, like a team thing together. Because let me just tell you a really quick detail. I have been uh, basically, I almost missed two games at Pfizer Forum this year. Only two games I haven't gone to. But every single game, I'm there. And it's this little ritual that Milwaukee does. I don't know if you ever watched the games. But it's this little ritual that doesn't show on TV. The team presentation, and it's a little bit of fireworks, and it's a little bit of dancing around. They haven't done that for the last 17, 18 games. They get like the, the presentation going on, and they wave to the crowd, and, and that's it. Today, it was the first time since I don't even know when that they, they actually did a little dance around, there's the a little bouncing up and down. And then, you know, Bobby Portis, his energy today was completely different. So, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that Giannis, Giannis didn't give the green light, but I don't think it was just him. I think it was like a team kind of agreement.
4: That, that, that's thing. fair, but when you get paid more than $40 million a year to play basketball and you are the face of that franchise, you're going to take well, the brunt of the, I'm, of the
0: I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm Adrian, thanks for the call. I'm going to step in here. Um, we'll take a quick timeout. I need to lay out to you what's going on. Because there's a little more Giannis slander than I'm than I'm accepting right now, Chef. I think you're putting too much on Giannis, and it goes back to one of the conversations we had at the beginning of the year, where I told you there is a groundswell of people that want to hate Giannis Adedikunpo. There is a there is a groundswell of people that want to hate him in this in this league, and I think this is good fodder for them to do so. So. I'll just tell you what's happening and Giannis' role in this um, if you're down for it. We'll do that coming up. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Eric? What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for having me. I love
3: the show. Listen listening every day while I'm driving at work.
0: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart. Shep is here. Marco coming up with an update. The Milwaukee Bucks fired their head coach yesterday in Adrian Griffin they hired Doc Rivers. It seems like, but they're just uh, the invitation got lost in the mail. Nothing's official yet at this point, but it does seem like it's trending that way. That would make this, and we're not counting the interim Joe Prunty, who tonight coached a game for them for the uh, second time in his interim ship. He was also the interim after Jason Kidd was let go in uh, 2018. That would make it Giannis's fifth coach in about 10 years. Giannis's first year in the NBA they went 15 and 67. This was a situation where the owners got involved and wanted to hire their buddy Jason Kidd. They had ties with Brooklyn and they wanted to hire Jason Kidd and have him be the next coach. They actually hired Kidd before they fired Larry Drew. So Giannis is not a coach killer there. That was the owners bringing in their guy. Jason Kidd got uh it got rough with Jason Kidd. He was trying to make everybody play like I think Jason Kidd and he's doing better with the Mavs. But I think that his ideal, he knows, Jason Kidd, I always said, knows how to coach Jason Kidd. So if you have five people that act and think and talk like Jason Kidd, they will win a title because they have a coach that knows what to do with them. But not everybody is Jason Kidd. It got bad in Milwaukee. They had to let him go. They bring in Mike Budenholzer. They win a title a couple of years ago. And maybe he was unfairly fired. You know, I could talk with you about that one. Maybe it didn't need to be him. Something needed to change with the Milwaukee Bucks last year. Something did change. They went out and traded for Damian Lillard. But that happened already after a new coach came in. Was it the right hire to begin with? Maybe not. Doesn't seem like it. So there's all these coaches that have been in, been out. And I don't think that you can blame that on Giannis. I think what's happening and what happens a lot that I see and maybe is – I got a tweet here. It's like a Bucks fans insecurity to bring this up is I see a lot of people looking for reasons to hate Giannis Adetokounmpo. I don't know how you feel about him. If you're outside of Milwaukee or Wisconsin, or if you're not, you know, of his heritage, I don't know how you feel about him. Uh, I, I see Luca, I see Jokic. I see all these guys. I see Embiid. I like, I'm give or take on them. They're good. I'm glad they're in the league. I don't have a strong feeling. I think Embiid flopped a lot and that bothered me, but he's really good now. So I'm like, I don't really care. There was a study done by bet online that took all the tweets about people that use the word hate and then the player top of the list, Draymond green, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. These are lightning rod guys. You can see where someone would tweet. I hate Kevin Durant. I hate John Morant because of what happened. I hate James Harden. I hate Kyrie Irving, Dylan Brooks. Russell Westbrook, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly. And then next on the list is Giannis Kumpo. which is surprising. I don't know that he has kind of the, you know, the perception of some of these other guys, but maybe, maybe he does. And so I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying Giannis got the coach fired because LeBron got the coach fired or however we dictated it back then this, if anybody got the coach fired. Giannis was one fifteenth of it. Giannis was one fifteenth of it. This whole team, based on the thing that we were talking about with the dance before the game, based on everything we've heard in these reports, this team did not like the coach that they had. And so it is up to them now to go ahead and win. You can't fire a coach and then and then not win. You gotta win now. You gotta win. The Cavs got away with it because they won with Ty Lu. If they don't win now, they can't blame anybody but themselves. So I think in this situation, and Shep, I just think that there's a lot of blame going to a lot of people saying, Giannis did this, Giannis did that, Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. But I think this is a team that it was not working for them. And they are acting maybe quicker than you see normal teams act. They know they don't have a long window. Milwaukee has never, well, they had Kareem, but they never will have another guy like Giannis again. This guy fell in their lap and then somehow they got Damian Lillard. And then somehow Chris Middleton was a second round throwing in a deal for Brevin, Brandon Knight, Bre, Bre, one of the guys. Brandon Jennings was in there. I always forget. Um, and so this team should not exist as it is. The whole reason Brooke Lopez came here in the first place was before centers started taking threes. The Bucks signed him at midnight to a one-year, $3 million deal at the beginning of that. So this team shouldn't exist. They know it, and that's why they're acting quickly. Maybe it's to the detriment – Maybe it's to the benefit. That's what we're going to find out.
4: Bart, everything you're saying is spot on and it's accurate about Giannis Antetokounmpo and his journey and what the Bucks have done in surrounding him with the right pieces and winning an unlikely championship in 2021. I take issue with Giannis having a cocky, um, insensitive tweet saying, count your blessings after winning this game when a black head coach after a 15-year assistant run and paying all kinds of dues and then some to get this opportunity, is out with half a season to go. He didn't even get more than half a season to prove his worth as a head coach. If you were Giannis Antetokounmpo and you were the class act, that I believe he is, by the way. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. We all know Giannis is greatness on and off the court. I know his story, losing a father at a very young age. He is special. He's special as a basketball player. He's special as a member of the Milwaukee community. You will never hear me say anything else. But this is a bad look for Giannis. I'm sorry. It is, Bart. That's what most people are going to be saying nationally. And it's not just me saying it and me... That's why I'm saying that.
0: the other thing no, nationally. No. And,
4: and, I, and I, you know how... I know. I, know I, really, I very much respect your opinion. You know that. I know, I know everyone does. But the reality is when you have guys like Chris Mannix coming out and saying Giannis wasn't happy with Adrian Griffin. I know Dame had something to do with this. I know Chris Middleton had something to do. I, I don't know that. I have a strong feeling it wasn't just Giannis. But Giannis is the face of this franchise. So,
0: but my question is, if if the team is not happy with the coach, when do when how bad is that to get for you to pivot to the coach is the problem?
4: Maybe you got to look. Maybe you got to look a little bit internally, and you got to say to yourself, we got a point guard that has averaged 25 points game for his career. Is Mister 70 point before Donovan Mitchell was, but the guy has not invested in defense for a second of his NBA career. Maybe that's our issue. Because that's where they struggled this year, buddy. You know that. Maybe the conversation needs to be had with Damian Lillard, who, by the way, has not won a single game in over a decade of the NBA playoffs past the conference finals. Maybe he's part of the issue. I'm not saying Adrian Griffin so he's is... never won a finals game? He's never won a conference finals game. You're in, right, they, were, they got swept, you're in right. T- in 10 plus years, in 10 plus years, they got swept. By the way, that series they got swept, Bart, Kevin Durant wasn't even healthy. So maybe Damian Lillard is part of the problem. Because I'll tell you what, Drew Holiday's on this team, they ain't parting ways with the head coach middle of the season. That I promise you.
1: Look,
0: I have been somebody who thought that any cry to fire this head coach, this was coming in November, people were asking for this. I mean, people were asking for this early. I couldn't believe it. So I have always tried to give this coach the benefit of the doubt. And it seemed like it got to the point where it just wasn't working. Record be damned. I mean, this team has enough talent to win outside of the coach. And for his sake, I hope he gets another job. And it is, you know, it sucks that he's been trying so hard. And then this is the first opportunity and it and it doesn't work out. But I, you know, I I've tried and I have and I've done the benefit of the doubt thing. But everything that I read' it's just the, the message wasn't working, and this is a team that is trying to win a championship, and if they don't think they're going to win it with him, yeah, maybe it 's not fair to the guy that didn 't play it out, but if they don't think they're going to win it with him, they have to do everything in their power with this short window to try to win now
4: but Bart they're the second best team in the league. How can they determine at this point of the season they're not going to win at all when again, the results are in the in the success and in the winning, the fact that they were thirty and twelve or thirty and thirteen at the time Bart here's the truth of the matter. All right, we all love Spike Eskin and David Marinic. I get that they're great bosses, but there have been times in our lives. I can't speak for you, but I'm pretty sure I can speak for you when I say this. I know I speak for me. I'm pretty sure I speak for Marco. There have been times in our life where maybe we don't necessarily like our bosses, right? But the reality is, if they get them, well, no, worst no, you're us- not speaking for me on that one.
0: Yeah, again, what, why am I getting strays, Chef? Deal with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah, wait a
4: minute, wait a minute. I'm talking, I'm talking common sense here. I like
0: just like full time started here, and you're like Bart <laughs> right. hates his boss. Wait, I didn't say
4: that. I said no, love I love those guys. They <laughs> <David laughs> gave me this <laughs> job. I didn't say anything negative about our bosses. I'm saying exact. I don't know that I, I ever like... will say anything negative
0: about those We've guys. We
4: have times <laughs> in our life where we have not liked our bosses. I didn't say we have times in our life now where we don't like our bosses. Am I am I speaking like I'm crazy right now? We we we're all. Old enough, and if you're speaking enough like business,
0: you're Adrian Griffin and you got <laughs> fired from the Bucks.
4: We are all Why are you
0: defending old? this guy so much. We
4: are because I haven't I have a real issue with a guy that was an NBA player, was an assistant coach to the NBA for 15 years, finally gets an opportunity to show his worth, and doesn't even get more than half a season to see it come to fruition because players didn't like him. So what? That's life. Deal with it. He's not out to get these guys, he's out to win a championship. He's not trying to win pop popularity contest they struggled on defense you know why because they have a shoot first point guard that does that primarily and hasn't played a lick of defense since he was at Weber State and I'm, I'm listen when I speak for you guys. I I'm pretty sure that I assume that both you guys at one point or another have not liked your bosses. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Marco and Bart specifically. I'm just saying because in life, sometimes I didn't you don't like, like my
0: boss, boss at a TV station. You know fair what enough. I did? I quit.
4: Fair enough, Bart. And you know what? You're talented enough where you can walk away from a TV job and land on your feet and be even more successful. I know that. And I but was with, 20. With that being said, well, well, five years ago. Fair enough. But with that <laughs> being said, with that being said, there are times in our lives where we don't like our bosses. But you know what? Their job is not to be liked. Their job is to run the business and to produce and engender a bottom line that makes everybody happy. And that's what Adrian Griffin was trying to do. He was thinking bigger picture. You know what? How many guys have gotten sacked at a professional sports league because they're too worried about what players or what their colleagues think of them? That's not what he's been hired for. That's the issue I have. But you're not giving any thought to the fact that what
0: if he was just bad?
4: He wasn't bad. They were the second best team in the league. How bad that, was he? That well, then I'm saying the talent over re, overrode the coaching. If the talent was that freaking great, they would have won more than a playoff round last year, and they would have gotten by a Celtics team with Jason. This Tatum. is a new team. They have Damian Lillard. That's that. That's one. And they're healthy. That Bart. Outside of Damian Lillard, I see. I still see Mr. Mayor. I see Connaughton. I see Lopez. I see Middleton. I see Giannis. I see Giannis's Damian brother that, Lillard.
0: Everybody thinks that somehow. Drew Holiday and Damian Lillard are equal, and there's barely a change. It
4: completely is a change. You're telling me, you're telling me, D- Damian Lillard is such an upgrade from Drew Holiday. I'm, he's an upgrade. I'll give you that. Yes, but Bart, based on what, based on what Drew does on both sides of the floor, Damian Lillard is night and day from Drew Holiday. Yes. Well, we disagree on that because I saw Damian Lillard lead, lead a Blazers team with LaMarcus uh, Aldridge I, I, and CJ yeah. McCollum. I, I,
0: I saw a lot of people ripping on Drew Holiday, how much he sucks, and then he gets traded to Boston,
4: and suddenly he's Bob Cousy. Well, Drew Holiday was so good that he's got the biggest gap in all star appearances in NBA history. So he was doing something right. And you and I both know he's got the biggest steal in franchise history and he's got the biggest assist in franchise history.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I concede on that point. I don't Thank I don't you. know. I, I just I just just for a minute, will you just will you entertain the possibility that Adrian Griffin just wasn't good to do this? I, I'm,
4: I'm open to that notion, Bart, but I'm also open to the fact that... The Nick
0: Sirianni was 11-6, and six and we're like, he should have been fired, and you're not saying how he was a good
4: coach. Wait, 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 wait. It's different. We're talking about a three-year sample size with Sirianni, and we're talking about a team that got beat 32-9 to nine when they had the superior talent on the floor. And for the record, I just want to make myself abundantly clear, incessantly clear here... There is not a boss I have had more respect for in my career than David Meredith. I am dead serious, and you know how I feel about the No, I figured that was coming. I'm not not trying to backtrack. I said from the jump how much I respect those guys, especially David Meredith. I'm just being real (laughs) with you about this. But I have had bosses in my life that I have not liked. But you know what? They had a company to run, and at the end of the day, I knew my role. They knew their role, and I had to perform. And at the end of the day, it's not whether I like him or not. It's whether I respect him or not. And if they gave this guy a chance, they would have seen that they respected Adrian Griffin because you don't be an assistant coach for 15 years and put all that tread in the tire and then somehow come out flat when you're given an opportunity. They should have been more patient, and Giannis was spearheading this entire charge, and you know that.
6: I'm just wondering if the bad phone was ringing when you were talking there. Was that that David on the phone? No, it was
4: not David on the phone. It was not Spike. Okay. It was, it was Chris Oliver. So it was Oliveira? okay. Yeah. Right. No, it was not Chris Oliveira. It was just a joke. <laughs> the name sounds familiar. All right. Uh, I think this I, is a I, good time I gotta, to... I got to go screen call. Excuse me. <laughs>
0: yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let the audience uh, pick up this conversation. 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. One, two, three, let's go. Milwaukee, What's up, Adrian?
5: Hey, the Bart. you're doing an amazing job. You got this audience that we're like the night owls. And, you know, we like sports. We talk about sports.
0: You're doing an amazing job, man.
4: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Adrian Griffin sacked in Milwaukee. Doc Rivers set to take over. Wasn't there tonight, but the Bucks get a win over the Cavs. One of the many things happening in the NBA. We'll get you all caught up throughout the night. Johnny is in Atlanta. What's up, Johnny?
1: What's going on, Bart?
3: I agree with Shep 100%. Because you could tell Giannis got something in that organization because ain't no way his brother would be on that team if it weren't for him. He's just an overpaid cheerleader. And secondly, like, dude, you you he tried to coach you. You didn't want to listen, so you got, you got the guy fired. And... It's the reason why Steph Curry is winning, and and um Denver's on Upcoming cause they sit there and be coach while while LeBron got three rings and a bubble ring, cause he he don't want to be coach. KD don't want to be coach, and Giannis, I think he's starting to get the same um, the same um thing he doing. And last thing, Bart, this is a national show. Stop being a homer. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right, okay, I'm just telling you what I know. About the situation. So that's that's all. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Look, guys, it's not like they don't want to be coached. They were coached tonight. They were coached by Joe Prunty. They're going to be coached by Doc Rivers. I'm not saying Giannis had nothing to do with it. I'm saying this was a team mutiny. And if you think that's fair, well, it's probably not fair. But that's what happened. Q's in Milwaukee. Thank hey, you.
6: Bart, great show so far. For the national audience, Bart doesn't blow smoke. He is who he is. He says what he thinks. So if you think he's being a homer, he's just being himself. I've known him long enough. He he just calls it like he sees it. Just like Shep. Shep, I appreciated that passion you had. That was great. But as a huge Bucks fan, this has been the most frustrating season that I can remember in a long time. Like since the year before we drafted Jabari Parker, when we won 14 games, like we won a lot of games, but it was ugly. It didn't matter who we have been playing. We've always risen to the, their, to their level, whether that's good or bad. Just look at the last two games against the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. We were terrible. We almost lost both those games. So I, I'm, I'm very excited that Griff is gone, even though I've been defending him uh, for the last four months. But um, Doc Rivers has to be the best coach, resume-wise, that the Bucks have ever hired. Like, I, I can't recall us hiring somebody that has a finals ring or who's brought in two teams to the finals. So I'm excited for Doc. Would I... Pick him if it was the off season, no, but he cannot do any worse than Adrian Griffin has done. But I guess Bart, where do you assign the the lack of progress this season as a percentage? Was it roster or coaching?
0: For the Bucks again, they're thirty what thirty one and
6: thirteen. Yeah, but I guess there's a lot of issues that everyone's been talking about, and obviously Griff is on his way out. So like. Where would you assign that? Like for me, well, I, th- you- I
0: think I think what they did was they panicked and they fired Mike Budenholzer. Even though I think I, I wanted that change, as a Bucks fan, because something had to change. I think that was the wrong move looking back. And had they known that Damian Lillard was coming, they wouldn't have done it. And they would like they they wanted to change so bad. And I think John Horst, their general manager, is not waiting around for anything to change. If if something's not changing, he's going to change it, even if he has to. Like, admit he made a mistake.
6: I agree with all that, and I, I I guess my concern is that we're just not going to be able to make any moves on the trade market. I don't think that they would make this move unless they weren't getting the nibbles at at the trade bait that they're, they're throwing out there. I don't think that Pat Connington and Cameron Payne are going to get you all that much, even if you pair that with uh, Portland's draft pick. So we'll see what happens, but I think our odds of winning the championship went up today, um, and and I I was feeling pretty good with Griff, but I feel a lot better with Doc Rivers at the helm.
0: All right, Q. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Uh, Ken's in Wisconsin. Ken, I got about a minute for you, and then uh, no more Bucks talk tonight.
3: Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm glad to get rid of all of this.
0: Hey, listen here. <laughs> I'm going to go
3: ahead with Chef here right now and I'd need, I'd, you know, for y'all to get him a podium and a napkin because he was preaching to the choir. And then, <laughs> listen to this. So, are you, are you kidding me? You mean to tell me that um, all of a sudden that, you know, the Bucks are getting better, first of all, by getting a guy who, by the way, 10, 7, a game 7 losses, 10, and 3, 3-1 and one losses? No, not the right thing. I know that, you know, he's, he's a shoo-in. But let me tell you something. Giannis has his fingerprints all over this. You agreed to hire this guy. you did not give him a chance. He spoke to you all after the loss after Indiana uh, in the internment season, and y'all got you know feelings for that? No. okay? I think that he was on the right side of thing. 17 games over 500, and fire him. Okay, That's a great thing. But going forward here, you got Doc Rivers, all right? Milwaukee guy. went to Marquette. Later, Marquette, 80-83. to 83. Great. I'm just telling you, I don't know how this is going to work out. Because when this don't work out, then what is Giannis going to do after that? Well, this is a, that's a
0: big thing, Ken. Uh, and thanks for the call. That's a big thing about this is if it doesn't work out, the blame goes to the players. And Giannis is going to be a part of that. But I think this was 15-1, man. And I mean team versus coach. Giannis may have been a part of it, but he had